Yo, 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 what is up, party people? I'm back. I mean, I didn't go anywhere, but I'm back. I'm back every week. It's not something special. <laughs> My name is Sage. I'm no longer with WMVU because I guess WMVU got shut down. But I want to thank WMVU. Uh, Christophus over there. Really great guy. Supported by Warner Mendenhall and Associates or whatever. Also great guys. They just moved on. It's fine. It's fine. That's the beauty. You know, that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. I... I feel like the biggest difference between bureaucracies and businesses is that businesses aren't afraid to fail. The biggest difference. Bureaucracies insist on never failing. The system works is really their motto. It always works. They don't like it's the it's you see it everywhere. The schools are fine. The police are fine. The government's fine. The Democrats are fine. The Republicans are fine. Fine, 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 fine. They just will double down and triple down and quadruple down to never admitting defeat. (laughs) Whereas entrepreneurs, they don't care. And I think it's like because they, they don't want to lose face. They're like... They're like, no, 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 this is going to be great. You know what the problem is? We just need to spend more money. That's like, that's the Democrat strategy. And then the Republican strategy is just have businesses do it more, which is also <laughs> limiting thought. Like, they're just both, both absolutists. They're just like, the only problem Democrats have is they don't have enough money, and the only problem De- Republicans have is they haven't privatized enough. They're the same people. They're morons. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know how to fix anything. They just have these ideas. They have these two ideas, and come hell or high water, th- those are the ideas that they're going to be using. Those are it. That's it. That's those are the ideas. <laughs> But business people, they're just, well, except for the two two big to fail businesses like the banks, the scrappy businesses, they they, they don't care. They they don't care if they look like morons. They don't care if, and, and I guess I'm being a little biased because I consider myself one of them, the scrappy business people, the small business people. I like them. I like them. But you are going to have to keep an eye out on me because I'm biased. Of course, I like them. They're me. It's like smelling your own farts. You love it. You can't get enough of smelling your own farts. What is that about? Smelling your own farts. (laughs) We love our own farts. We hate everybody else's farts. We do. I don't know. Um... Yeah, so these these politicians 
they're in over their head on all this stuff. They're solving very complicated problems without having any experience in solving problems. And so then, you know, you wonder how we get into these messes. Just like, you know, they're the people pushing ideas through. I went to my mother-in-law's 60th high school reunion. She can't drive. And so my wife and I were chauffeurs. We went up to the, what is that? The Cleveland Yacht Club in Rocky River. Ah, so lovely up there. Love it. Love it. I've decided, I just made this big declaration that I don't want a boat. I don't even want to be on a boat, but I do love looking at boats. I like them just tooling around, going in and out of stuff. That's all I need with a boat. Just watching other people on a boat. Have you ever been on a boat? It's not great. You're out in the middle of a lake or an ocean. No sun cover unless your boat has cover. And you're in this vessel, bobs up and down. You can't leave it. I mean, you can jump out and swim it around it briefly, but you got to get right back in. You've put yourself in a completely foreign environment of which you cannot survive in at all. Might as well be in outer space. And you just sit there, which, mind you, I'm not against sitting places. I'm a big sitter. I like sitting on beaches. But the problem with boats is a lot of times the chairs aren't that comfortable. They're usually like on these 90 degrees, you know, the vinyl's hot, the sun is hot, (laughs) the waves are making you nauseous. Look, you want to take me out on a boat, I'll go on a boat. I'm just telling you, I'm not a boat guy. I decided that at the Cleveland Yacht Club this weekend. I just had a big declaration. I'm 51 years old. It's about time I make some declarations in my life. I'm not a boat guy. I'll go on your boat. I'll hang out on your boat. As long as we don't have to do it a lot for too long. I'll go fishing. I've done fishing. I just... It's hot out there, man. I've been on boats in Florida. I've been in boats in Ohio. I've been in boats. Been in boats a lot of places. <laughs> Land is better. Come on, admit it. Admit it. It's it's handier. <laughs> Land is handier. You just. You stand up and you go someplace else. You got all this land. You're like, you get tired of sitting on the beach. You go sit by the the pool. You get tired of sitting by the pool. You go to the cabana. You get tired of going to the cabana. You go to the restaurant. You get tired of the restaurant. You go to the casino. You can't do any of that on a boat. I guess you could do that on a, on a cruise ship. I would like to maybe go on a cruise ship, but my wife, I don't know. She's suspicious. You got all those weird diseases on them. Those weird Cruise ship. What is that? Norwalk virus? Something like that. Everybody starts puking. Doesn't sound great. Doesn't sound great. (laughs) It's because we're not meant to be on boats. Okay? 
meant to be on land. We, we migrated through evolution to be on land. We're on land. Okay? But I do like flying around, but I don't just hang out up there. When I'm flying places, I fly from point A to point B, and the reason is because it's faster. It's definitely not better, especially these day and age. I've never heard of anybody that says, wow, man, airplane travel, it's so lovely. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Ugh. But you do it because it's convenient. A boat is not convenient. There is never a place that a boat can take you. Well, I mean, unless you're on a ferry. There's no bridge and you want to go to an island. Okay, then you need a boat. It's better than a, a plane. Although I will say that over in Kelly's Island and, uh, um, what is it, Kelly's Island and my favorite island. It doesn't matter. There's one school and they fly the kids to school. See, they don't even use a boat. All those islands have um, runways. They just fly the kids to school every day. It's not Kelly's Island. What is that island up there? What is the island next to Kelly's Island? Kelly's? No. What is it? It's Kelly's Island and... Kelly's Island and Putin Bay. Putin Bay. Yeah, Putin Bay. So, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, Putin Kelly's Island is the island I like. Yeah. Yeah, and they have the uh here, I'll show you. Hold on. Where's my buttons? So, okay, so here, look. Here's Kelly's Island Ferry ferry. Get on there. And then you take your ferry over there to Kelly's Island. Right, yes. And um, then can I do Street View? Where's Street View? Don't they have Street View on this thing? I don't know. Maybe they don't even have Street View. Of course they have Street View. What's going on here, man? Why can't I do things? Because I'm 51 now. Can't do things. I'm too old. Too old to do things. I don't know where the frickin' maybe I have to go to maps. Maps.google.com. Okay, we'll go there. Go to Kelly's Island. There we go. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so what you do is then you come down here. There we go. See. Work! I did, I told you. Wait, we can't street view these days? Maybe it doesn't have street view. Oh, it doesn't matter. Who gives a crap? There's a school up there, and the kids from Putin Bay get on an airplane, and they fly over to the school on Kelly's Island. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. The end. Ridiculous. I got a cold. And my wife had the cold, and now I have the cold. I think I have the cold. I don't know what I have. I got something. I got something. But I um, I woke up this morning, and I said to my wife, 
Why do these colds go to all this trouble? Why do the colds want to make such a big effort to come around and infect your face? Because they're going to die. They got to know they're going to die. Are they like, nope, this time we're going to make it. This time we're going to win. I mean, now cancer, cancer is like, yeah, man, we got a shot. And then, of course, cancer then destroys its host and then dies. But I was like, these cold viruses, they just, they got no chance. They come in, they make you miserable, and then they die. I'm like, why do they want to do that? And then immediately I said, boy, that sounds like me. (laughs) Sounds like humans. Why do they got all the trouble? They come in, they make you miserable, and then they die. (laughs) Why are any of us doing any of this? Is it like, doesn't it seem a little futile? Why are we so obsessed with holding on as long as we can when we know we're going to die? We know it. We know that the end, it's the only thing we know. Impermanence. Humans are going to die. I'm going to die. Everything's going to die. The planet Earth is going to die. Even if we don't kill it, it's going to die on its own. The sun is going to die. The galaxy will die. The universe will die. And then whatever the universe is in, it's going to die. It's just ridiculous. Why do we not just quit? What is driving all of us to fight tooth and nail when we all know we're going to die? I feel like this is a topic biological beings don't want us to have like no 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 don't you think don't think about that don't think about that (laughs) don't you worry it's a very important reason but then i think that's why we started thinking about god and the afterlife and purpose what's our purpose because otherwise this is just ridiculous what's the purpose of a cold virus did the did the virus have some consciousness and you're like oh man i'm so excited to be here this is going to be great why did it bother why did the cold virus bother when we know my immune system is going to come eventually and wipe it out like an asteroid why is it just better not to ask why You don't want to know? You can't handle the truth? I mean, you get to a point, you're like, I don't know. I mean, is a cold virus having a good time? Let's ask that. Is it like, woo, I'm having a good time. At least I'm having a good time. I'm like, man... I get to eat the pizza. It's my birthday. I got cake and ice cream. Love cake and ice cream. Yeah, you've had it a million times. Yeah, but I'll eat it again because, damn, it's good. At least we have that. 
They're like, well, I mean, what is the next movie coming out? I mean, is there going to be another Avengers? Is there going to be another John Wick? I got to know. I want to watch that. And then, like, just like, well, what's going to happen in the Ukraine war? Well, I want to know. I guess Russia's sanctioned, or what did they do? I don't know. They signed a thing, and now they own Ukraine. It's clever, isn't it? I own Ukraine. And people get confused. They're like, well, he says he owns it. I had a I had a vote. Everybody said they want me to have it. Well, they they had a vote and they said they want it. And I know like that's absurd. But it's no absurd than how it all began. People ran around being like, "Call it. It's mine. You can't have it." And then people were like, "Well, it's it's they said it's theirs, so you know, they they got a right to it." Why? Why do they have a right to it? I mean, we all know by now that we stole this land. Now, like, these liberals are all like, I would like to do a land acknowledgement. I would like to acknowledge that this land is not my land. It was not made for me and you. It was made for uh, some other guys that were here. But we kicked the shit out of them and then sent them packing. But I would like to acknowledge that it was their land. I mean, is that really making things better? Land acknowledgements? You want to do a land acknowledgement, why don't you go to war with your country and give it back to those people? Well, don't be stupid, Sage. I mean, no, I just want to acknowledge that this land was once owned or run by other people. Thanks, liberal. Really, really making a difference there with your land acknowledgements. I'm sure all the natives are super thankful that you have acknowledged that it was their land, but you're not, no way are you giving up your shit. No fucking way. That house is my house. Like, can you imagine some native guy being like, hey, thank you for that land acknowledgement. I have proof. In fact, if you dig in your backyard, you will find, you will find uh, spearheads and pottery that my ancestors made right there on your land. So thank you for your land acknowledgement. I would now like you to leave. We have now declared that this is rightfully my land. And watch the, watch the liberal squirm. Ha! <laughs> Those liberals ain't giving up shit. Liberals like to say a lot of crap until the rubber hits the road, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, but the... The, <laughs> uh, the environment. Yeah, well, why don't you stop eating meat? Well, I mean, meats. Uh, that's not the problem. That's not the problem. Oh, what's the problem? Well, you know, it's it's these uh, big electrical plants that are run by coal. All right. Why don't you stop using electric? Well, no, no, I'm going to, I mean, no, that's not going to solve the problem. Oh, it's not. Oh, so you don't really give a shit? No, I really care. I really care. I um I believe that West Virginians should stop mining coal. Oh, really? 
are you from West Virginia? No, no. I drove, I drive down through West Virginia when I go to Naples, Florida, which by the way, I'm really concerned about my house in Naples because, you know, I build it on sand and there's a big hurricane coming and my insurance better pay for all that because I pay a lot in insurance. <laughs> Just shut up, liberal. Just shut up. Just you're worrying the kids. Now we are worried all about our 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 our, our youth because they're all like, dude, we're not doing enough. Everybody's saying we're gonna die. We need to uh we need to do a lot to fix this planet and nobody's doing shit which they're 100% right nobody's doing shit that doesn't that, that that would influence them in the least they'll make other people do shit but when it comes down to making you do something what do we do? Oh, well, I have recycling. I recycle. Oh, thanks, liberal. Thanks. You're that's really Do you know anything about where your recycling goes? Well, no, but I'm they they said they're they're doing stuff. Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. The liberals done enough now. They can move on. So, I mean, come on. Let's be honest about it. That's the truth. And I say this as a leftist. I'm on the liberal side, okay? I want to save the environment. I want to help poor people. Uh, what else do I want? I don't know. I want us to stop using fossil fuels because why not? Seems like all the evidence is pointing to the fact that fossil fuels are increasing the warmth of our planet and... We could do these renewable things, so let's do that. I want all the things the liberals want. I just am tired of liberals and their stupid lying bullshit. They don't do shit. <laughs> what have they done? What has a liberal done? Got an electric car? Great, good job. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you're in Ohio, your electric is being run by coal. Good job, liberal. Good job. All your electric shit is run by coal, which is causing the biggest problems. You want to do something? Stop driving. Never got on an airplane again. Stop eating meat. Grow your own food. Don't go to a grocery store. Throw away that iPhone. Come on. Huh? 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 No? All right. Just admit that you're a lion sack of shit like I am. Like, look, I care about the environment, but I don't do shit about it. So I don't care about the environment. That's all I'm saying, okay? That is all I am saying. Oh, oh, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Oh, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. I lo Hold on. Pop out the thingies. See? Now, Shannon knows her shit. Okay, hold on. Let me talk to Shannon. 
Shannon, Shannon. Okay. Shannon says like that, uh, switch to wind generated electric watch bugs life. We need to take notes from it. Hi. Okay. Uh, I don't know bugs life. Let me see. I mean, I thought I saw it a bugs life. Um, let's see. Let's see what bugs life is about. Wikipedia. 1998 American Comedy comedy. Uh, Flick, who's looking for tough warriors to save his colony from protection racket run by hoppers, gang of grasshoppers. Unfortunately, the warriors he brings back turn out to be inept troops of circus bugs. <laughs> okay. <sighs> that sounds funny. I will check that out. I will definitely check out Bugs Life. Um... Shannon says, words are great, but when it comes to taking action, true colors come out. That's all I'm saying, Shannon. And I think that, like, I think a lot of conservatives would agree, right, that these liberals are happy to do liberal shit as long as it doesn't affect them in the slightest, Liberals are hurting the coal industry in West Virginia, which is hurting the people of West Virginia. Okay. All right. What is, okay. Shan says one ant stands up, then the rest stand with him and overthrow the powers that be. Ah, that's good. That's good. That is good. That is good. Um, I feel like, we should do that more often around here. Let's see here. What did Thomas Jefferson say about overthrowing the government? Okay. Okay, here. Whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends. Okay, who said that we have a... Uh, okay, right of revolution. Let's learn, let's learn shall we? In political philosophy, the right of revolution or right of rebellion is the right or duty of the people to alter or abolish the government that acts against the common interests or threatens the safety of the people without cause. Stated throughout history in one form or another, the belief has the right to justify, including the American Revolution. Ah, that's us, right? French Revolution, Russian Revolution, and Iranian Revolution. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's just see here. Modern Samuel, Samuel Johnson, Emmanuel Kant, the American revolution. Um, the right to revolution played a large part in the writings of the American revolutionaries and the run up to the American revolution. Here, let me get my picture out of there. Thomas Paine's political tract, Common Sense, used the concept as an argument to re uh, for rejection for the British monarchy and separation from the British Empire as opposed to merely self-government within it. The right was also cited in the Declaration of Independence of the United States written by Thomas Jefferson, two-thirds of which consists of the lists of wrongs committed by King George III, which violated the colonists' natural right to life, liberty, and property. According to the Declaration... Whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute a new government laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its power in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Okay. 
Okay. However, the revolution did change course to set certain limits on the right to rebellion. Okay, good to know. Alexander Hamilton successfully made the case for a federal standing army as opposed to Locke's principle that a Republican government rules not by violence but by law. Hamilton thought that seditions and insurrections are unhappily maladies as inseparable from the body politic as tumors and eruptions from the natural body, that the idea of governing all at all times by the simple force of law, which we have been told is the only admissible force of Republican government, has no place but to revise the reveries of those political doctors who sagacious to say that this guy is too damn smart. I can't understand. Simply put, an insurrection, thank you, simply put, an insurrection, whatever may be its immediate cause, eventually endangers all government. Okay? If the federal army should be able to quell the resistance to one state, the distant states should have their power to make head with fresh forces. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. Jefferson on the right to change one's government. The most famous, perhaps most eloquent expression of the right, people's right to dissolve the political bands which tie them together was penned by Thomas Jefferson. In the Declaration of bum, 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 Independence, when the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands, blah, 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 blah. All right. The rights to revolution was a limited one in the sense that one could not do this for weak or frivolous reasons, light or transient cause. It was for this reason that he and colleagues provided such a long list of grievances against the British monarch in order to prove to the world that their reasons were for serious, long-standing, and many. Okay. I think it was mostly they just didn't like all the taxes. Wasn't that it? They just didn't want to pay the taxes. <laughs> taxes. All right. It says right here, which makes you think you can come up with any reasons you want. Whenever any form of government becomes destructive... Of these ends, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is the right of the people to alter, abolish, and institute a new government. Okay, let us discuss if we are living in a time where the government has been destructive of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's take life, shall we? Shall we? Let's hold on. Let's talk. Let's make sure we get. Uh, I want to hear what Shannon says. The bad guy leader says they outnumber us 100 to 1 if they figure out we, we're done with. But they uh, that takes works and acting on things. But when it comes time to act, you find yourself standing alone because people become weak and spineless. Yes. We become dependent on dependency. Damn. Damn, Shannon. Dependent on dependency. Yeah, that's the thing, right? I was thinking about that this morning. I was running a little late doing this show. So I was working on my printer. You ever had to troubleshoot a printer? What a freaking nightmare that is. What a night. Now, I am a technology guy, okay? I get technology. I sometimes like to call myself the technology Jesus. Sometimes I can work and just walk into a room and things will start to work. I swear to God that is true. Ask anyone in my family. 
anyone in my family if that's not true. It is true. <laughs> but I'm no match for a printer. Those printers are legit a nightmare. And then I was thinking about it. And I'm like, man, they do love to keep us running, don't they? Printers, food cards, housing, unemployment. Like, okay. None of these things should be hard. Let's take a homeless person. I don't have a home. Okay? Let's get you in. Let's get you inside. You would think it would be that simple. You can even come out and be like, hey, yep, that, that guy's definitely living in a tent. Or that guy's living under a bridge. Or that, that woman's living in an elevator shaft. <laughs> I know a woman who spent the winter in an elevator shaft. She said it was cold as hell, man. She said it was terrible. <laughs> um, yep, for sure. It would seem to me that that is enough proof to qualify you to go live someplace else. Not an elevator shaft, not under a bridge, but it's not. First of all, you're going to need your birth certificate because you standing there is not enough to prove that you are alive. You're going to need a birth certificate. Now, if you're in Ohio and you were born in Ohio, it's pretty damn easy. You're just going to cost you $22. You're just going to need a phone. You're going to need to call them up or you're going to have to get on a bus, come to the birth certificate place, which is on the west side of Akron. By Acme 1, most homeless people do not live by the birth certificate place. So you're going to have to walk there or get a bus. You're going to have to get there. And then you're going to have to scrape up $22. It's $22 for a birth certificate. Now... You got your birth certificate. Good. Okay, now you're going to need an ID. Now, this is the order of how it goes. You can't just take your birth certificate and yourself to the BMV and get an ID. You're going to need one other piece of information, a piece of mail. <laughs> a piece of mail Shannon says she born outside of uh, Ohio took her three months okay three months and if you've read Shannon's observations here Shannon clearly is very intelligent. She writes in 
perfectly grammatically correct sentences. She can spell better than 90% of people I know. And it took her three months to get her birth certificate, okay? That's not unusual. That's what's usual for a very competent person. So, now lady who's living in an elevator shaft is just going to need her birth certificate and a piece of mail. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. What proof of identity do you need in Ohio to get an ID card? Driver's license and ID cards. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let me let me let me get you. What you're gonna need? A driver's license and ID cards. Beginning May of 2023, the federal government will no longer consider standard driver's license identification cards uh, as a form of air travel. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, let's see. Compliance. Applicant must provide proof of. Legal name, that's on your birth certificate. That's good. Date of birth, that's on your birth certificate. That's good. Legal presence in the U.S., birth certificate's pretty good. Your social security number, not on your birth certificate. (laughs) Here's where it gets fun. An Ohio street address, two documents from different sources Proving Ohio street address that are listed on the acceptable document list are required for proof of Ohio residency. Now, here's the acceptable document list. You're going to need two of these, okay? Birth certificate, okay? Got it. A passport. Never, ever seen a homeless person with a passport. Never seen it. A consular report of birth abroad. If you weren't born abroad, can't do that. Citizenship certificate of naturalization. If you're a citizen, certificate of citizenship. No, I've never seen any of these. Uh, Permanent resident card. No, no, no. Foreign passport. Employment authorization document. Don't know what that is. Social security card. Metal card is not acceptable. Uh, you're still going to need uh, a an address. A W-2 or a 1099. Okay? Cannot be handwritten. Okay? So I'm going to show you what I do. I go over here. 1099 online. Go here. I go to this form. I go down to page four. I think page four. I think I go right here. Okay. So the payer's name is the person. Okay. So I'll be like, Mary lives in a Elevator Shaft. That's her name. That's her name. 
Mary lives in an elevator shaft. Wait, no, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. See, I've already screwed it up. Mary lives in an elevator shaft is the recipient. She goes down here. The payer is the person making the 1099. And I'm going to tell you what. You can say whatever you want. Bob's Car Wash. Okay. The payer's EIN. It goes, you do this, and you put in some numbers. You also need to put in Bob's car wash address. Uh, 72s or 74. Make it something that they've heard of, I guess. A real street in Akron. Like Kent Place, Akron, Ohio, 44305. You can... um, you could go and actually find a car wash and put their address in there. The recipient's TIN, which is their birth, but their their social security. This number must be correct. This must be their social security number because they double check. So you know, four five one dash da 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 blah 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 blah. Okay. Then this is, I believe, the address you need to sent to which I just have people send to Broad Street. This is my Akron, Ohio, 4434. So so this, you're going to have, because here's the thing. This, they, they mail you your ID. You can't just get an ID anymore. They have, you have to mail it somewhere. And then what I do here is I put in uh, row three, $100, okay? And then I print this out. And then I take this and the birth certificate, and it works 100% of the time. 100% of the time. Now, um, what I do is I actually do a 1099 for a person. I hire a person. And I, you know, make a 1099 for him. So I do legitimate work here. But I'm not, because when I do mine, I, I use my company. I put it in. I give him a 1099 and I put it in and it's legit. Because I don't know. What I just told you probably is against the law. That's not how I do it. But you could maybe try it. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably a federal offense what I'm doing here. I don't know. I'm just telling you when I do it, I do it legit. But I'm going to also tell you I have never once, not one time, and I do a lot of IDs, have them double-check any of this information. Only thing they check is the recipient's name and the recipient's Social Security number. I do not think that they look at the payer's name and address and EIN number. I've never seen them do it. Never seen them do it. Because, look, as an employer, of which I am, I can hire contractors, and I can make you a 1099. I can make any of you a 1099. And the 1099, as long as it's not handwritten, is proof. See right here, 1094, displaying the full social security number. Okay? And that's what does it. Okay? 
Those two pieces of information, 100% of the time, get me an ID. Yeah, is that forging a thing? Yeah, well, I don't do that. <laughs> I honestly hire people, and I write them a 1099. I do. So, but if you don't want to use my, you know, find anybody. I'm telling you. It works 100% of the time. Okay. If that is against the law, don't do what I just said. <laughs> I write legitimate 1099s. I just want you to know that a 1099, which you can get off of the internet and print, and a birth certificate will get you an ID every single time. Every single time. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how else to do it. I honest to God do not know how else to get an ID for a person. Um, did you see the list of crap? I mean, they need a pay stub or a 1099 or a, or a W-2. Okay. Now, um, there's also these other things that you can get. Like, uh, uh, wait, what do you need here? It says, to prove you need two documents, okay, um, and then two documents that contain your name or address. Like... You need all these things. So I don't know. A utility bill, okay? You're going to need a utility bill from your living under a bridge. You're going to need a motor vehicle title registration, a credit card statement, a letter from a college or a university, a renter or homeowner life insurance. Are you fucking kidding me? Do they understand? That these things are impossible to get for some people? Yeah, see, thank you, Shannon. If a friend pays you for an odd job, it's legit. That's it. I hire these people through my company. I put in my information, my ID, and I, and I write it, and I give them a 1099. Problem solved. I'm just saying, I've never seen him check that information. I'm probably going to start now. Like now I just probably made the BMV a harder job. How are they going to even check that? How are they possibly going to check that my EIN number? Like, I'm sure you can find EIN numbers. I'm Like, it's, it's, anyways. Um. So then it gets you thinking. That's a lot of bullshit right there, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, the, 
This stuff is to get a house. Do you remember how we started this conversation? That this is what you need. You need three forms of identification to get a house. A birth certificate, an ID, and a social security card. If you have an ID, you can go get a social security card, which you have to go get, and they're going to have to mail it to you. Okay? Thomas, hey, Thomas, says, always is a lot of bullshit. Yes. It's always a lot of bullshit. Always a lot of bullshit. Which gets me thinking... I wonder if the bullshit is intentional. That they don't want to give any of this stuff to you. They don't want to give you your birth certificate. They don't want to give you an ID. They don't want to give you your social security card. They don't want to give you housing or food or any of that. They don't want, nobody does. The Democrats, the Republicans, the entire system, nobody wants you to do it. Shannon says, yep, that's how they keep the unworthy from pulling themselves up. Thank you, Shannon. If you can pull yourself up, they start to feel threatened. More visible, unworthy become the more their jobs are going to get hard. Thomas says, sometimes a little bullshit scares me. That means they're up to something. I think they are up to something. When you smash Shannon's comment with your comment... I think it's dangerous for them to make the unworthy legitimate. You cannot vote unless you have an ID. Did you see all the bullshit it takes? To get an ID? And then getting registered to vote. You have to register. Having an ID is not enough. You have to register to vote. Thomas says... Of course it's scary that those people would become part of society. This sounds so radical that the average person, I think, can't believe it. Yeah, scary to them. But I am here to tell you I think it's true. And I'm not generally a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe George Bush did 9-11. I don't believe any of that bullshit. But I believe in this conspiracy. And the conspiracy is to make getting into society and staying into society incredibly difficult. They want to keep a certain element out of society.
Shannon says, when the ones that are unseen become visible, becomes a demand for action and takes money to fix, leaving less money for parks. Right. That's right, Shannon. That when the invisible become visible and legitimate, it risks the entire House of Cards. And Thomas is right. They make a fortune on the poor. Absolutely they do, while keeping them illegitimate. Yeah, Thomas says a lot of people make a living helping the poor. Of course they do. Of course, they're huge, huge organizations. This is, I believe, a core foundational pillar of American society. I think there is huge investment in keeping the illegitimate, uh, keeping the invisible invisible. And here's the thing. If you can prove yourself by running through their mazes, then you are a certain kind of a person they may want to engage with. Shannon says, yeah, the haven of rest. Millions of dollars goes to the haven of rest. All private money, though. I mean, it's all, uh, it, there is no there is no uh, public money that goes to haven of rest, but millions of dollars are donated every uh, year to the haven of rest. If you can do all of those things, you have proven yourself to potentially be worthy. Yeah. The Hunger Games. That's right. And another component of it, I'm sorry, there's my dogs just heard something. I have to freak out about everything, of course. A huge component of this is keeping us separated, hating each other. I believe racism and now classism is intentional in America. It is, it is foundational to what it is to be American. It is beneficial for rural white people to hate urban black people. It keeps you lined up. Keeps you voting right. Racism keeps us separated and keeps us divided so that it becomes incredibly difficult to be heard. If we hate each other, we're going to spend all our time talking about how our problems are black people or Christians. 
white people. No, man. Your problem is the government, specifically the Republicans and the Democrats. Your problem is not some drug addict, some homeless person, some fundamentalist Christian, some white guy, some black guy, some gay person, somebody that likes to cross-dress. They are not the problem. They have been put in position to be a pawn so that you don't stay focused on what your true problem is. Do you remember how they voted in Iraq? Picture of a woman voting in Iraq. Do you remember this? Remember this picture? Remember when we fucked up Iraq, something fierce? You know how they decided if a person voted? They had you put your finger in a well of ink. And you then could not vote again. An Iraqi woman shows her ink-stained finger after casting her vote at a polling station in Sadr City uh, District of Baghdad. Americans propped that system up. Okay? One vote. She didn't need to show up with an identification. She didn't need to prove anything. All that woman had to do was go out, do her vote, and put her finger in a well of ink. Bam! She voted. We had the highest voter turnout in the Biden-Trump election. And you know what everybody's trying to do? Stop that shit from happening ever again. They're not going to make it easy to vote. Because if they make it easy to vote, the people are going to have too much power. Ladies and gentlemen, when you have the desire to be angry at a white supremacist, to be angry at a Christian, to be angry at a homeless person, to be angry at a liberal, a progressive, a black person, a white person, a Hispanic person, know that you are being duped. The government has positioned, created this entire construct to keep you off the ball. Because I'm here to tell you, if Thomas Jefferson... <laughs> this is Shannon says, see what you get when you order a president by mail. Ah, ah, I know, I know, I know. Look, I'm no fan of Joe Biden, but I voted for him. Okay, the guy is too old, too ridiculous. Fine vice president, terrible president. Okay, most of them are terrible. I can't think of a good one. And don't you say Donald Trump. He was not a good president, just like all the other ones. Shitty. (laughs) 
Although I will say he got you your abortion rights or you know pro-life rights if you're for that. I, I, I think you can blame Donald Trump on that. And if that's what you wanted, it's pretty fucking good. He put a lot of people in the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's sick and being used. I feel bad for him. Yeah, right on. Whatever. I don't feel bad for any of those guys. They're the powerful. They'll be fine. They're all going to be fine. Donald Trump isn't going to spend a day in prison. He can just... (laughs) He can just print more money by selling a book or going out to a rally. Look, we must stop being against people in America. It's not the people that you naturally want to hate. It's not the people who voted for Joe Biden. It's not the people who voted for Donald Trump. It's not the people who are pro-life. It's not the people who are pro-choice. It's the government. If we could figure out how to get a lady in Iraq to vote and, and make sure she only voted once by putting her piece of her finger in a well of ink, we could get it so everybody could vote. Okay? We could get it so everybody could have a place to live. We could get it so everybody could have food. All right? And I'm not saying give I'm not saying we need to spend more I'm just I'm just saying that the system has been created to keep undesirables down. Black people in jail. Addicts accused of crimes. Shannon says, if any press said half the things he has on live TV, people would be revolted, even Obama. Who? I don't even know. See, you're, 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 I don't even know which president you're talking about, Shannon. So, like, that's the funny thing. You get caught in the, um, you're getting caught in the, in the, in the echo chamber. Because I'm telling you, they're saying that about both presidents. Okay, if you're a liberal, they're saying that about Trump. If you're a conservative, they're saying about Biden. I'm telling you, you're getting caught in the echo chamber. Okay, fight it. You're too smart for that bullshit. They're both shitty. Okay, they're both shitty. And a president doesn't do much for you. A president, eh. You need to be thinking local. Local is where your life is going to change. Do you know that if you could get the right local mayor in town, you could decriminalize all drugs in your city? You can get whatever you want. You get whatever you want. That's the step number one. Stop worrying about national politics. It doesn't matter to your life. It does not matter. Global warming does not matter to your life. What Congress is doing does not matter. Oh, I know you're paying it. Yeah, I know you're paying attention to local. I know. I know. Just stop giving a shit about national politics. Anything, watching Pornhub is a better use of your time. 
than watching national politics. And look, I love it too. I love it. It's raw meat. I get all excited about it. I understand. Just realize that it's not making any meaningful difference in your life. Making a hell of a difference in Ukraine's life. (laughs) Uh, All right, people. I love you. Stop hating on each other, will you? If you hate, okay, doesn't, thank you. All right, good. Thank you. Do anything besides pay attention to national politics for a while. It's just a disease. It's worse than Facebook. Facebook propagates it. It's all... People, I love you. Don't hate your fellow humans. We're all just doing the best we can. Peace and light, as Shannon always says. Yes, indeed. Peace and light, indeed. I will see you later.